Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this week's episode of Dumbass Debates. I'm Brandon. I'm Kat. I'm Ian. I'm Pierce. And I'm Rojo. And this week, we want to talk to y'all, well, well, I want to talk to y'all about uh, something that I wish I was uh, able to keep up with on its release schedule, because uh, I just loved the franchise since I was a kid, and, uh, you know, still love it now. Because uh, he's still but- a kid. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. But uh, I want to talk to you all about Star Wars' newest, uh, newest property, Kenobi. Because uh, we're, we're, what, three, three episodes into that at time of recording? At time yeah. of recording, three. At time of release, it's going to be four. Yeah, yeah, because com- this is a Disney Plus show coming out on Wednesdays instead of the normal Fridays. Also, um, uh, but- you know, the obligatory spoiler alert. Uh, yeah, yeah, this this one is once again going to be labeled a spoiler cast, uh, so y'all should, uh, should know before you even click what to, uh, what to expect here. So I do not feel bad for anybody who gets this, uh, spoiled for them. But, uh, I want to, so, what did y'all think just of that first, uh, that first starting episode? Because I thought it was great that for once Disney Plus put out a show that didn't take three episodes to uh do their setup well i want i want to get oh my bad yeah they were pretty much uh you know into the meat of the show by the end of the first episode yeah i want to get one thing out of the way just so we, we i'm pretty sure we can all agree the leia chasing chase scene excuse me it it, it was rough it, it did look a bit goofy uh yeah, no, that, no like like if it's really going to take them a good three minutes to capture a, f- a 10 year old that's going so slow. Ah, uh, you know, it, it made them, uh, it made them look a bit dumb, but I've, you know, I've seen stupider. I've definitely seen stupider out of uh star Wars. So it didn't completely take me out of the uh, show, but I do, I do see people's complaints about it. They're, no, they're that they're was, valid. That was probably my biggest complaint, just because it kind of it kind of took me out of it a little bit. But then I had to understand this is a literal ten year old, and they're trying to showcase not necessarily the ineptitude, but the, though the ineptitude of the bounty hunters chasing her, but also what is supposed to be the like quickness and slyness of Leia even as a child. Because I mean, you see throughout all three episodes so far how intelligent and like beyond her years she is, why like maturity wise. I think it's yeah. also it's supposed to show. How she's force sensitive even from a young yep. age, That's especially close. especially the uh, the conversation she has with uh, Obi Wan in the second episode where she asks him what the force feels like, and I think it's like implied that she's felt that before. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the the chase scene was a little. Um. All I needed was like the Charlie Chaplin like like do 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 like uh like. Like ditzy mm-hmm. music, and then it'd be it'd be perfect. 
Well, um, for me with it, it was more the reaction of the bounty hunters and the kidnappers than anything else. It's like she slid and then they stop there for a minute be like, what the fuck? And then they figure out what to do. It's like, uh, I don't know. That was my whole thing was it wasn't what Leia was doing while running. It was what the uh, no, the chasers kid, were. Yeah, running. like she was going through trees and shit. I'm like, all right, that's smart. But it's like she would go through a tree and then they just sit there for a minute. Like, what do I do now? And then they'd run like there's an yeah. awkward pause in it. And that's what was weird for me. So. Uh, yeah. But overall, I am thoroughly. What did you guys? Point. Sorry, sorry. Uh, no, no, what did you guys it. think of? Um, I forgot the actor's name, but the the fake Jedi. Uh, uh, what are your reactions yeah. to him? Like him as an actor playing that character as well as the character. Uh, I, I'm kind of glad he wasn't actually a Jedi. Oh, yeah. There was no way they were going to make him an actual Jedi, but I thought it was like one of those well placed uh comedic scenes almost you know what i mean like it didn't feel forced it didn't like feel like it dragged on and it actually served a purpose with him you know leading them where they needed to go in terms of trying to help him out um so i I, did enjoy that yeah i think his character will serve a greater purpose overall i don't see a way that they just use uh, especially that actor just as a one-shot character I, I agree because not only because of that, but also he was one of the poster characters. Yep, that they uploaded on various social medias with uh, Darth Vader in the eyeball or whatever. Well, have you seen the uh, the like analyzation of who is in each character's eyeball? Because all of the uh... oh yeah, because Reva has Darth Vader as well. Yeah, all of the light side. Uh... of the uh the capture thing and then like something's gonna like something's gonna show her like the true nature of like the empire and then she's gonna turn i i don't know because like she she has a grudge with kenobi right Mm -hmm. so well seems to be a personal grudge that they haven't recorded yet so a couple things if i may um the idea of a inquisitor especially a higher ranking inquisitor such as like the second or third sister because I mean, it's you know, your placement is your rank. Um, that it, although they treat her like that isn't the case in the in the show, which I don't quite understand. But um, this night, the second sister in um, Fallen Order was on a similar track where she had a grudge against the Jedi Order and the light side because of what happened with her master. I forget her master's name, um, but Trilla ended up. Go, joining the dark side because of that and then trying to switch at the end before vader killed her and yep. i see this kind of lining up to be a similar story the grudge i don't think is against obi-wan himself though i think the grudge is against just jedi in general because um I, it hasn't been 100 confirmed but it's pretty much confirmed 
that Reva, Reva, however you say her name, was one of the younglings in that first scene in the first yeah, episode. Yeah, that is because highly speculative. I didn't notice that until my third watch through of that scene because the youngling scene, it didn't just like focus on the younglings. It's it, The scene actually squared up on the small child that looked like a young Reva. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I feel like they wouldn't have put that scene in if it wasn't going to have some relevance later. Because people are more than familiar with the brutality of Order 66. Like, we don't really need anything to show us uh, how brutal it was, considering the first time we saw it back in Episode 3, Anakin literally kills a room full of, what, 15 children? So I don't think they would put that scene in uh, without it actually having some sort of importance to the show down the line. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. And there's there's been a lot of like uh like I heard one one theory that um the reason that she's so hell or Riva Rev, is it Riva or Revan? I thought it was uh, Riva. Pronounce it as Riva. Riva. Uh I've heard one theory as to that Riva is um yeah, she's there during Order Sixty Six, just like y'all were talking about in the beginning scene. Um, but she actually, the reason she specifically hates Kenobi is after Obi-Wan and, um, Yoda come into the Jedi temple and switch the holocron message from, Hey, everybody come to the temple to, Hey, everybody stay away from the temple, go into hiding. Um, nobody comes and saves her, which I, I heard that theory. I kind of like that theory, but if. I also am thinking that doesn't necessarily, to me, pan out. How would they be there and not necessarily know that they're survivors? You know. Oh, yeah. Also, like, how would, how would she know that Obi Wan was the one? Like, wouldn't she also have well, a vendetta against Yoda? Well, I think it's Obi Wan was the one whose voice was on the holocron. Yeah. 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 Okay. So that that's just one theory I heard, and I thought that that was an interesting theory. Um. Well, I mean, obviously we'll find out, but I like, yeah, she, she for sure is going to be the one that was in the, uh, the opening scene. Cause like you guys said, like, why else would they show it? I, what I would like to see, and I don't know that they'll do this cause it's like from a audience perspective, you're probably going to get more general audience members to enjoy a sweet, like a redemption arc versus not a redemption arc. But I would like to see Reva not necessarily go through a redemption arc but purely vie for power and fight Darth Vader himself for the position of power rather than redeem to the light side. Well, I think she is going to get before the series ends because there has not been very many people in Star Wars canon who know the identity of Darth Vader and live to flaunt it about. Yeah, it's because she mentions that Anakin Skywalker is alive. Like, Dor- yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Because Vader literally kills the librarian and a whole troop of clone troopers in one of the Vader comics because the mm-hmm. librarian mentions that he's Anakin. Yeah, Vader. Time, no. Vader does not play around with people uh, even mentioning his past life. It's the only person I can think of. Aside from the Emperor, who uh, has that knowledge in the Empire, is Admiral Thrawn. And uh, 
he was pretty much only kept alive because uh, the Emperor willed it, not because Vader wanted him kept alive. Yeah. No, I think I think that Vader doesn't know that Reva knows that Vader is Anakin. I think the only reason she knows is because she witnessed... Well, I think, yeah, I think it'll happen. Uh, It always happens. But I think that she only knows because she witnessed Anakin absolutely slaughtering everybody at the Jedi Temple that night. Mm -hmm. No, I completely agree, because I don't know how else she would come into that knowledge. Because even other Jedi at the, you know, other Jedi who survive who weren't at the Temple don't, they don't know. Yeah, a lot of them think just Anakin's dead. Yeah, because he's literally unrecognizable in the suit. There's no reason to even assume that he's alive. Yeah. Um, and essentially, he isn't alive. Uh, you know, if, according to Vader himself, Anakin is dead. Yeah. What were you gonna say, Rojo? Um. Yeah, but what about the uh, what about the show as a whole? Like, what are, what, are, what are our thoughts on the show as a whole? Do we like it? Do we not like it? Do oh, we I wish absolutely it... love it. Yeah. What about it? Uh, well, one, it brings back, you know, the old actors that we haven't seen play these roles in next to 20 years, actors that we grew up on. Uh, so, And they do it in a way that doesn't feel like a cash grab, which was one of my concerns coming into Kenobi, was that they were just going to use the popularity of Kenobi and... Uh, subsequently Ewan McGregor to introduce a bunch of characters to springboard other shows. And it does not seem like they are doing that at all because the only, you know, the only new characters that I see getting uh, potentially getting breakout shows after this really are like, I can't for the life of me pronounce his name, but the, uh, the guy who's played the uh, the fake Jedi, he's the only one who I could see getting a breakout show out of this, just because of how hot he is in Hollywood right now. Yeah, and but his you... character also didn't feel like a forced character. Yeah, but do you think they're gonna go back to his character? Like, I don't know about a full show, but Christensen did say that he's going to do a Vader show. He did, which I'm not gonna lie, I don't care if Christensen is there for a Vader show or not, because. He's still not, like, he's not recognizable as himself. Literally anybody can put that suit on and do Vader well, because uh, Vader's voice isn't even Christensen's voice. No, it's still, uh, what the fuck's that guy's name? Uh, Earl James. Jones. James, James Jones. Did they debunk that? I don't... No, he's, I'm pretty sure he's credited in the credits of each episode as the voice. Uh, I don't think it's each episode because I don't think Vader's voice is there. Well, and the one that he was, yeah, the one I that he think... was t- actually speaking in. I'll look it up in a minute. Yeah, but, he's, um, in, he's in Kenobi. I just pulled it up right now. Okay, um, yeah, Ian, I know you were you were the first one to watch. I think every episode before anybody else, and you were in the group chat wanting to talk about it. What What are your thoughts? Because I want to. I haven't really had the chance to talk to you about Kenobi in yet. general. Just in yeah. general, specific Anything things you wanted to talk about about this show. Um. I mean, I really enjoy it so far. The first episode was kind of boring, uh, but that's understandable. The The second one, the ending was chilling um, with Riva telling Kenobi about the um, about Anakin being alive as Vader. And then it, it ends with 
just hearing Vader's like breathing. But and the uh, cut to him putting like sitting in a back yeah. tank. Yep. And then episode three, um, I liked it kind of just showing off the the ferocity of Vader at the end as well. And then the ending of that one, like it just made me even more hype because Reva has or most likely has Leia now. So that I'm very excited to um to see what happens with that. And like that's the thing I'm enjoying right now is it's kind of leaving every single episode is leaving me wanting more. And I mean with that they're gonna get views. So it's all that matters. So um yeah, no, I like it. Um, I don't know. I don't really have much to say just because like, usually if I say something about a show, it's like, like it's harder to say a lot of good things than as bad things. If I had bad things about the show, I could rant all day, but I don't. So that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Um, what, what have they confirmed so far? Like how many episodes are in this show? <laughs> Six. And it's so... a one season, one and done one story. Well, yeah, I would think so because, like, they only There's have only so much story you can. Yeah, they have what? Everyone. They have ten years? No, nine years because I think this takes place in nine BBY. Um, yeah. Uh, they have, yeah, they have nine years to play with, but I, I assume at part of the, that's rebels, so they don't even have the full nine. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I enjoy when they, like, set themselves out to only do one season of one thing. Um, or at least initially, because, like, for example, I don't know about you, but like, wasn't the biggest fan of Rebels in the beginning, mostly because it 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 seemed to be like they they just wanted to make content for the money, so they were just capitalizing on it. I definitely agree with that, and it's, I, I think Resistance is even more so that. I saw an opinion earlier on Resistance that was just like, it was a pre-written script that they slapped Star Wars on, and Rebels kind of had that feel at first, too. Yeah. But it kind of grew on me as it, as yeah. it progressed. Although, yeah. I don't I don't know how much, uh, lore-wise, it, it, it will add to, like, the universe as a whole. Like, what more can they do? Because, like, the, the time frame that they're in is pretty tight in that... Like what's happening right now, like the current events of the galaxy is that Vader's hunting Jedi's and then Luke and Leia don't get important to the story until you know, for another yeah. nine years. Yeah. Um, well, Leia gets important to the story during Rebels because that she is actually starting to be a she she does play a smaller part in Rebels where you see her in her beginning times of the rebellion. Yeah, but I feel like lore wise, I think it's more of just like finishing stories and like intriguing the excuse the traffic. Um intriguing the more in-depth kind of enthusiasts like all of us. Because yeah. the average viewer probably had no idea what an inquisitor was before the episode one of Kenobi. Or um, some of the commercials or anything. So do you think the Inquisitors are actually going to use their lightsabers to fly in this series? Or uh, I swear to God. <laughs> I think they're going to ignore that just from a practical three episodes oh, in are, they they do the, are they going to do the little helicopter thing? Yeah, the helicopter spin. Oh, God. I, I hope so. 
I I hope they at least do it once because they did it all the fucking time in Rebels. It was the main way the Inquisitors got around. And right now we see them flying in a starship and just walking. That that, that is one thing I will say that's a little off-putting for me between with the Inquisitors. Um and maybe I'm in maybe I'm on my own on this one, but the fifth brother, I think I think he's the fifth brother. Um the the, yeah, the one with the hat, the little like gray green skin. Um in Rebels, he was portrayed more like an idiot, but here he seems very intelligent, very set in like yeah. what he wants to do. Um, obviously, always checking the third sister, trying to trying to be that right hand man for Vader, especially with the Inquisitor being down for the count for right now, the Grand Inquisitor. So it's uh, it's an, that's an interesting parallel that I found. I don't know if anybody else noticed that or not. Um, I th- I think they did that because. Like if 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 he was like how he was in Rebels, then it it would like it totally like eliminate the notion of the Inquisitors being a like formidable force that like Obi Wan and like all the other Jedi needs to worry about. Like if they just look like a bunch of bubbling fools, then like all the, the stakes are all gone. That's fair because from what I remember of the Fifth Brother is his character description was more like Reva is now, where he was power hungry. And was really, really brash when it came to dealing with both civilians and Jedi that they found. Whereas now he's much more reserved. And there is a time difference. I guess maybe he got stupider with old age, but I don't, I don't know. I think it's more of just in he gets impatient and tired of holding back, and he wants to. He's he's at that he ends up getting to that point where Riva is now, where he thinks the only way for him to move up from you know. Number five is to start taking some action. That's fair. But back to you know the uh, how much is it going to add to the overall lore? Um, I think we're glossing over the fact that this is the first time we've gotten an actual glimpse of Alderaan. Well, uh, live action, yeah. We got a little bit of it in the Clone Wars. Um, specifically there was a, the assassination attempt on Padme, um, where Ahsoka was her bodyguard They're, they were on Alderaan for that. Cause it was like a refugee like thing. Um, but other than that, this is the first live action one. And I think it looks magnificent. Yeah. It's a great contrast to Tatooine where Obi-Wan is hiding out. You know, Luke gets sent to a, you know, to a literal desert while Leia is growing up on a uh, rich and thriving green planet as an actual queen. Yeah. Yeah. As, as royalty while Luke is absolutely slumming it in a desert with his aunt and uncle. Yeah. I, uh, I like, I like the portrayal of Alderaan. Um, I also like the portrayal of the people who are in power in Alderaan just cause like, I mean, obviously like they have to be, dickheads uh in order to get they're all rich and pretentious yeah um because like i think like before then the only people who were pretentious and like stuck up were people who were you know typical bad guys were like 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 the the separatists like the separatists the outlaws of like moss isley like Mm -hmm. all the outsiders but it's like but like they're they're part of the empire they kind of have to be like that um but yeah, um, what um, 
What's the job description that Obi-Wan has as his, like, day job? Uh, meat cutter. Okay. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I, my question is, why, like, it, why are they so far removed from everything else that they need to take a collection ship? To, or, like, a, like a like a transport ship to that place. It, it what the first time I saw it, it reminded me of those, like those worker or, um, narcos Mexico, where they have that one spot where they have all the migrant workers work in the, in the, uh, in the drug fields, but they can't know exactly where it is. So they have to transport them out in and out every day with like bags over their heads. I don't know. It just, it seemed very, I think it's, just arbitrary. I think they just needed him to have something random to do. Cause like there's that beast thing that's buried. I think that, you know, the meat and you got to cut it and just to ship it off somewhere. I just think it's arbitrary. I don't think there's anything there. Well, I think he's harvesting a beast that died of natural causes out in the desert. And it's too big for them to move. I think that's why they have to ship them out there to do it. And it's Tatooine. There's not, very many sources of food so they're not giving much mind to uh what diseases this thing had when they when it died they're just going straight for the harvest fair well did you guys see um and obviously like uh, this isn't true because of the time the timeline doesn't add up for it but like i saw something someone thought that on episode one where uh he's riding the the truck thing uh back to um the the most Eisley. um you can see like what looks like boba fett in the background like there but that's that's the thing though is like he's bald and like you know it looks like it really does look like boba fett but my whole thing is okay if it is the timeline does that. not add up yeah i think that's just a clone uh, because at this point yeah. fett is a bounty hunter still like he's in his bounty hunting prime at this yes point. he's he he's not like you know at it because it looks like old man fat boba not which scene young was boba it's just where he's riding the transport back home. Yeah. Is it somebody like in the transport? Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like, somebody uh, in least... the back left corner of the transport. Yeah, I completely bricked on that. Well, it, I don't, I don't think it's actually meant to be a Boba Fett or a clone. I think it's just a bald guy that you can't see very well. And people went, Oh my God, that's Morrison. Which well, is crazy of... because he actually has a cameo role in the show. Yeah. As Boba, no, oh. as the clone. Yeah, he, he yeah he's the playing like the, yeah. Oh, yeah. The yeah, the homeless clone veteran, which I think is an excellent portrayal of what happens to those clones. They just get tossed to the side and forgotten by the Empire because they're no longer of any use. Yeah, which we get you know hints of in Rebels when we see Captain Rex again, and he's living with Wolf and Gregor as literal literal old homeless men. Yeah, oh. I, I appreciate it because it also shows like the clone doesn't seem to recognize Obi-Wan, though Obi-Wan recognizes him as a clone. And he definitely would as a 501st member 
Yeah, no. but I think it shows the deterioration of his mind, probably due to the chip at this point, if he hasn't had it removed, and just the PTSD, probably the drugs, especially on that planet. I mean, also, like, aren't those droids, I mean, sorry, aren't those clones designed to, like, die off? Like They, they, age, faster, they, yeah. they age fast, yeah, so... Like with that, his mind's probably already deteriorating, and then plus the chip if you didn't get it removed, plus probably PTSD. Like, yeah, I I wouldn't put it past him to not recognize Obi Wan just because of all that he's been through. Uh, one question I want to have answered is how Obi Wan goes from looking like maybe in his mid 40s to 50s so looking like an absolute geezer in the span of nine years have you ever seen white people age bro yeah but like we will lose our hair and it will turn white in like three months i feel like they could have made him look a little bit older um just to line things up a little bit closer to new hope than to episode three um unless something happens because uh he did just get in episode three get burned yeah so like if there's like something that's like oh like the wear and tear of like being a hermit made him age an extra 20 years and nine years well that the the dual sons of tatooine is yeah exactly i'm i'm thinking like you're you're not wrong he does look older than what he should but i think it's still like he looks younger than what he should oh i think he meant he looks older than what he should in a uh, new hope oh yeah yeah, but it's I like also, yeah, he's he's living in the the desert biome with it being scorching hot, like twenty four yeah. seven. He also lives in a cave, so yeah. I currently, think, he doesn't even have his hut. He, you're right, he does live in a cave. Also, at this point, like he hasn't mastered. So he obviously has disconnected himself from the force before the show. He hasn't mastered the, uh, I forget what it's called, but like the afterlife, being able to talk to Qui-Gon and all of the other, well, there weren't a lot of Jedi that had figured it out at that point, but other light force users that have found immortality in the force. Um, I think what happens probably after the show is he probably goes on some of those adventures on his own that we'll never see probably on screen. But I mean, it dealt a heavy deal on Yoda from an energy perspective, trying to figure that out. I imagine it'll do a similar thing to Obi-Wan. Well, I, my theory, uh, you know, with some of those, uh, off screen adventures is you're going to get the start of that on screen towards the end of the series. Cause I, he's been trying to reach out to Qui-Gon in literally every episode. Yeah. And with the confirmation that Liam Neeson is coming back, for a animated show, I would not be surprised at all if in the final episode we hear Liam Neeson reach back out through the Force to Obi-Wan. Oh, absolutely. Uh, uh, another thing that might happen, uh, Yoda's still out there, so yeah. do you think we'll see Puppet Yoda come back? I don't think so. No. I don't. I don't think so either. I Not think we got series. all the Yoda we were going to in the uh, starting recap of the first episode, or as they call these uh, parts. Yeah, um, I think that's all we'll see of Yoda. He's vibing. He's just chilling on Dagobah. He's good. 
I don't know that he's chilling, but he's there. He's chilling. Slowly losing his mind. Yeah, but I mean, he's chilling. Um, what about uh, what about the Hayden Christensen ghost memory of Anakin that Obi Wan saw in Episode Three? Yeah, Episode Three on the just like on one of the hills of that planet that they uh are Ended trying up on. to find rescue refuge on. You think that he's gonna interact like he's gonna like interact with him personally, like through his memory at some point, or like what what like because if they bring back Christian um hating Christians, like you would think that they would want him in a more recognizable role as Anakin versus like prosthesis uh, prosthesis up as Darth Vader, especially since they're not even using his voice. Yeah, which actually he actually is in the suit. He is yeah, in the he, he is in the suit, but like we said earlier, why pay Hayden Christensen to come back if you're just gonna put him in the suit when you can throw any motherfucker in that suit and get the same, you know, the same end result? I don't know. I expected more flashbacks, and maybe we'll get those, like you were just saying. I think now that Obi Wan knows Anakin is alive, we will see more of them because it will affect Obi-Wan a lot more, uh, you know, in his mind, knowing that he didn't just, uh, you know, lose Anakin to the dark side. He left him there to burn and die on his own, and then he still managed to crawl out of that and is now wreaking destruction on the whole galaxy. So everything that is going on is now being even more cemented in Obi-Wan's mind as this is my fault. I did this to the galaxy. Yeah. I can see that. Yeah, so I, 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 I still think that like Hayden Christensen will come to Obi-Wan because I think right now he has some sort of connection with Obi-Wan like through the Force. Like they, I think they... They either sense each other or they're sharing memories with they each other. They definitely sense each other. They've I mean, you been can able to sense each other since the Well, like, like, yeah. So, like, but not, like, just, like, within, I don't know, force-smelling distance. So, like, in episode three, when he's looking for <laughs> Obi-Wan. Smell? No, but, like, doing yeah, something. I know exactly what you mean, yes. Doing, doing something more akin to what Ray and uh, Ben were doing in that series where they had a, such such a strong connection to each other they, yeah, they were FaceTime yeah they were forced facetiming um you think that might happen at some point I think it's possible, possible uh, but do i think it's likely no i don't think it's going to happen because when ray and ben were doing it it wasn't them doing it it was it was palpatine fair i kind of forgot about that so I don't I don't think anything like that'll happen. I think it's just primarily gonna focus on the uh the the PTSD and guilt that Obi-Wan, you know, faces from the decision to not finish off Anakin, but rather leave him to suffer. So you need to think how much this man has gone through because you gotta think like years before this too, he lost the love of his life to Darth Maul, who he thought was dead as well. So Which they haven't shown i don't i all. don't think they'll bring i wish they or do a little but i don't think they will at well, this point I, I think it's too late to bring it in the, they'd be the just another, another layer 
the point to do it would have been during his PTSD nightmares in episode one to have that yeah. as one of the flashbacks. Yeah. yeah. So I'm uh, I'm slightly disappointed that they didn't actually do that. But I understand why, because they would have had to make new footage for that. They would have had to cast an actress for Satine just to do Immediately that. kill her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would like a mention of her in some way. Like, that would be kind of cool. I think we're too far into the show for it to happen, though, unfortunately. You're not wrong. Because I agree with you. I would have liked to see that happen. But well, I think like we're my... too far into the show for it, too. I don't know, because we are still like it's like every episode Leia questions something and he answers it in some way. So I feel like that's going to kind of like be hinted at, but not actually like discussed. Like where Leia will ask about a love in his life and then he will like kind of try to not answer it, but answer it, you know, that sort of thing. Possible. And like I said, I would like to see them, uh, you know, bring more Clone Wars elements into the mainstream of the canon. Yeah. Because let's be honest, as you know, the Clone Wars is one of the most highly regarded things in Star Wars by Star Wars fans, but it is still not mainstream for the canon. The mainstream is anything live action. Yeah. Um speaking of the Emperor, are we gonna see him in these later episodes? I don't see a reason why he wouldn't be involved in this, especially since he has a, a an interest in eliminating all the Jedi. The only way I could see him showing up is if it is uh, very briefly as a hologram, and he's hooded, and they don't have to bring back his actual actor for it. True. I mean, he's aged. He's aged into the role, though. Uh, yes, but I don't see Disney wanting to pay him for this. I, I don't know. They got Disney dollars. Also, at this point, in just general lore, the Emperor was doing a bunch of random shit at, like, making random little mini armies to test Vader and stuff. He wasn't really interacting with Vader one-on-one a lot until the Inquisitors were all killed. Mm-hmm. Because so I don't, I don't think we'll Vader see him. Would, he wasn't sure Vader would actually end up being his final apprentice. Fair enough. Um, any any guesses or hopes or what would you like to see? What do you think you're going to see in these next upcoming episodes? Um, anybody? I I'm, don't even know what they're trying to do, man. I, I'm just here for the I ride. know we kind of mentioned like Reva and Darth Vader and kind of her ending and what we kind of came... Uh, mainly we were saying she might turn to the light side and then Vader kills her. Right. Mm-hmm. That, that was our, that was mentioned. Yep. like one of the things that was like, scary. I think what will be interesting is if they fucking Vader and Riva pin down Kenobi, like basically almost have them. And then Riva fucks up and says something about like Anakin Skywalker. And then like Vader just goes fucking ape shit on her. Like, I think that's what's going to happen. Where like she doesn't turn a light side. I don't think she will. That's what um, I was saying earlier. I don't think she'll yeah. turn. I think she'll be killed I, I off think later. Yeah, like I, I don't like I think she's gonna kill off kill be killed off by Vader, but I don't think it's gonna be like she she tries to help Kenobi in any way. I think she just fucks up and they literally have Kenobi because like, you know, he's like not what he used to be. And I think that they're gonna 
catch him and like she's gonna say something wrong and then Vader's gonna explode on her. Like, Why'd you mention that he's not what he used to be? Because in that fight scene uh in episode three between Vader and Kenobi, if Kenobi had actually been, you know, practicing and honing his skills uh in his recluse era like Vader has been Kenobi would have been able to wipe the floor with Vader, but he's been well, years and hasn't had a lightsaber. Anymore. I don't think Vader. I, I don't think Vader was trying. He wasn't. He trying. wasn't. He so was toying. Vader, he was fucking he's, around. He's he was toying, toying with him and was still fucking on him. So Vader has this. Well, yeah, he was toying with him very obviously, but also Vader will only ever use two hands on his blade when he perceives an actual threat. Otherwise, he's literally just, I mean, just like he did when Rogue One, when he murked all the rebel fighters. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just one hand on the blade. But, Kat, you were going to say something about the upcoming episodes. What, what were you going to say? Uh, I was just going to say that, like, I, I really hope they, I mean, I think they've done an, a, a decent job of capturing the brutality of Vader. Because, obviously, he's only been in one episode. But I, the way I kind of see how the the series ending or the show's ending is you know obi-wan coming in becoming either one with the force and mastering that kind of shit and then being able to stand up to vader into some regards or just getting over his ptsd and kind of believing in himself because that's that's what they're setting up for is that you know he feels guilty for everything he's done um but i definitely think they're going to square off again and oh, absolutely. Be, be yeah. a little bit more of an even fight. If not, like, I, I think Obi-Wan in this series will defeat Darth Vader, but not obviously not kill Darth Vader. See, were you were you the one I was talking about this yesterday? Yeah, I, I disagree. I don't think he will defeat Vader. I think something will happen. Maybe it's Reva. Something will get in the way of the fight that will stop it on neutral terms. And they will go their separate ways until they meet again in the in um, a new hope. I don't think either of them will win a fight at the end of the series. I think, I think at the very least he will hold like he will not get thrashed around. It'll be kind of like a first time since Vader has been Vader that someone has been able to step up to him. I think another thing on, on screen, yeah, but not on, canonically. because yeah. like, like on screen the the. The next time we see them interact, Vader makes the point of saying, "Last time we saw each other, you were—I was merely the student. Now I'm the master." So, like, I think if they want to lead into that, something happens where, like, he gets, like, he gets sunned. Like, like he just—he either lets himself get too invested in the dark, like, in his anger, and like it clouds his judgment, and then Obi Wan like does something to like capitalize on it, and like he gets schooled or. Like you said, somebody gets in the middle of their fight and Obi-Wan capitalizes on it because he has a clearer head. Something like that to happen. But I don't yeah, think, I think that's, that's where the Reva character really fits as that distraction, especially because Darth Vader does not take kindly to knowing that or the somebody knowing Anakin. That might send him into that rage where Obi-Wan will prevail with a clear head, but I still don't think he'll win the fight. Yeah, I don't think like I, I'm with Nathaniel here. I don't think Obi-Wan is gonna, like, I think he will progress to the point where he can beat Reva and, but not Darth Vader. And then it's like when he's against both of them that 
like he's able to defend himself and fuck up Riva, and then Riva fucks herself up and Vader by like pulling out some information that shouldn't be said, but I don't fully know. But something else I was gonna say, but I fucking forgot. Where was it thoughts about the next few episodes? Oh, well, not really in the next few episodes, just something I was surprised about with this. Um, like, I didn't watch any of the trailers and shit for it or like see any posters, not going to lie. Um, so I was not aware. I I didn't know Leia was going to be in this at all, or even like I didn't think the main story was going to be about Leia at all. Like, I thought it was going to be like about him protecting Luke in some way, like shit happens where people almost get to Luke or something and he's got to defend him off. Like I wasn't fully like when I saw Leia and then I saw she got kidnapped and the story is going to revolve around her. I'm like, okay, this is, this took a turn that I am enjoying. Like I did not think about that. No, I, I, I have to expect him to leave Tatooine at all. Yeah. Yeah. No, yeah. Exactly. I, I have to agree with both of those sentiments. I kind of expected him to leave Tatooine because I did see some of the trailers and he was at a place that I thought was Coruscant. It turned out to be um, Dayu or whatever it's called. Yeah. Um, but I didn't expect the story, just like you were saying, Ian, to be around Leia. But it's not that surprising knowing how much like canon material is out there on Luke from childhood through the end of you know his life, through that the sequels true. and stuff. And there's not a lot of that on Leia. There's some, and there's even a lot, a lot more legends. But obviously that stuff, you know, since Disney bought it, no longer relevant. Well, it's no longer relevant to the canon. Um, it's interesting because there's canon stories about how the farm that Luke is on was attacked by raiders and Obi-Wan stepped in to save Luke and this, that, and the other. And like instances like that, that were already stories that were told, maybe not on screen, but there's not really been a lot of that for Leia. And I think that's yeah. probably why they went with that track. Yeah. I mean, I appreciate it a lot because it's cool to see all the I did too. earlier. I do too. No, I just like, that's something that took a turn that. I very much enjoy and I wasn't expecting I like I got excited for it because I I knew like they would have Leia in there and like she came up and she was you know running around doing her whole like I don't want to be uh, royalty royalty I just want to like you know I want to play with the trees exactly and I'm like oh that's cool and then she gets fucking kidnapped I'm like holy shit this took a turn I like it <laughs> so Ian likes uh, when kids get kidnapped hurt wasn't the kidnapper like the main kidnapper the Red Hot Chili Peppers guy? Yeah, he was Flea. Yeah, 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 Flea. Um, like it's carrying on the tradition of I guess Mandalorian of bringing one, like more recognizable, uh, actor slash comedian to be to be a big bad, not a big bad, but a medium bad. The story of like Bill Burr in uh that one Pirates episode. Whoa, Bill Bill Burr comes back in season two as well. He, he they break him out of prison. What? I completely I forgot about that. I didn't know that. What, what do you? He's, I didn't. Yeah, I, 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 I not season I two of Mando. What? Have you seen season two of Mando? No. Oh. Oh well, I don't feel bad about spoiling it for you because it's like a year old. That's awkward. Well, how dare you, Brandon? God. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I I assume if you're on the podcast to talk about Kenobi, you've seen Mando, which came out like a year ago. I'm, I'm I'm with Brandon on that one. It's been out Wait. a while. Season two of Mandalorian. Yeah. Yeah. 
Did you know there was a season two? No. Buddy, you're uh, watching Boba Fett right now. Which yeah. Takes place. Boba Fett's basically takes, season three, Amanda. Boba it's Fett like 2.5. After season two of Mando, because Boba Fett is in season two of Mando. Wait. What was the last thing? Was the last thing in in Mando season two when Luke comes and takes Grogu away? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, then I did. I did. Uh, I did see. Um. God yeah, damn. there's an episode. Where I did they, see. I did see they, season two. It just. It just felt like one big ep- uh, season to me. I don't know yeah, why they were released kind of close together compared to a they, lot of the other. They content. break Bilber out of prison and then they use him to get into another Imperial facility and then. Because that's when uh, kind of turn the blind eye when he runs away. That's when Din Djarin had to take his helmet off, and he yeah. was, uh-huh. he didn't know how to deal with that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I did see season two. I just didn't recognize it as season two. I I recognized I like I it's it's all coming back to me now. I thought there was another season other than the season two I saw, which I thought was season one. Still, I don't know. That's fair. No, but speaking of other Star Wars content, and I guess we can, unless there's other thoughts for Kenobi, jump them in. Um, we Star Wars Celebration was this past weekend. Yeah. What are not this not this weekend, but the weekend before? Um, what what are we all excited for the most coming out of the celebration? Um, probably the show I mentioned earlier, which I can't remember what the hell it's called, but the one that's going to bring back, uh. Liam Neeson as Qui-Gon. Oh, and, oh, the shorts one. I don't remember what that one's yes, called either. And it's going to give us a look at Jedi Dooku. It's going to give us some Ahsoka episodes with her original voice actor returning. Yeah, it's, it's supposed to be six episodes, three of each. Animation style. I did yeah, I'm that. super excited for that one. Does everybody know what they announced at? No, I, I honestly Bad, like... Bad Batch Season 2. Yeah, uh, I heard about which that. Part, which Andor, which is uh, based around Diego Luna's character in Rogue One. Yep, Cassian Andor. Um, the shorts thing. Uh, did they make any mention about Mandalorian season three? Uh, they, they, they said it's coming. Yeah, yeah. this is coming. What early twenty three? I think they said. Yeah, they they pretty much had the mindset of we know y'all know about this and you're gonna watch it, so we're not gonna spend too much time on it. It's coming. Yeah, and they also announced a show called Skeleton Crew, which the oh, only yeah. thing we really know about it is Jude Law is attached to that as the main character. Who? Uh, do you know? I was about to say, do you remember Captain Marvel? But you probably don't. He was the uh, he was the villain in Captain Marvel. Marvel. Um, wasn't he Watson to Downey Jr. Sherlock? Yeah, he was. Yeah. Oh, okay, oh, okay, okay gotcha. Okay. No, I think I'm definitely excited for that shorts episode, those shorts mm-hmm. episodes, especially in the Clone Wars. Because growing up with the Clone Wars, that was super like exciting. I'm also excited to see how Andor, because Andor isn't Andor is supposed to be, because uh, the actual character, I mean, he dies in Rogue One, mm-hmm. like everybody else, but that was not, that was you know one BBY, if that. So, but you see live action. Well, what is assumed to be live action clones in one of the one of the frames. Yeah, those are very phase two clone looking helmets. But yeah, and they weren't even they, could, they were they were exactly phase two yeah, helmets. I screenshotted. They could, they could be using clone armor still for their new, uh, you know, stormtroopers 
Because in Bad Batch, we see them using regular humans almost immediately after Order 66. Fair, but to counter that point, you also see the implementation and training of stormtroopers in stormtrooper gear that is when fair. they when they went to that facility with like the commandos and stuff that is fair i think it's going to be a flashback of some kind just like you had because you had it's not something new because in uh mando i think season one he had the flashback of the uh cis droids attacking mm-hmm. uh dinjarin's village so I, I think it's gonna be a flashback but i would like it to be live action clones because i would live too. action clones even we've gotten a small glimpse of them in the you know uh Boba Fett flashback and in Kenobi Kenobi now during the Order 66 flashback but I would also love to see live action clones actually were those, being were, clones Were those live action clones or were they CGI clones In the if they were CGI they were really fucking good CGI Yeah I think they were, I think they were CGI clones I don't think they were well, uh, I mean, I'm not going to lie uh yeah, I don't really give a well, shit I think... if they're CGI because CGI. But people complain about CGI all the time right now. But CGI is at the best it's ever been, and unless you are a very nitpicky person, for the most part, you're not gonna notice the difference. No, well, I, I think the primary thing now is like maybe they're not actually in full kit, but they're, they're but they're, they're in, in mocap suits that are probably yeah. kitted out to be similar, so they can act and fall and everything like a normal yeah. trooper. And like versus the, the old movies, I think I think the other distinction is that it's 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 not in the Clone Wars style clone troopers. This is like realistic looking clone yeah. suits. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure, other than maybe the up close sequences when that Jedi fights um, those two clone troopers uh, in the uh, the youngling scene, I think the rest of the clone troopers we see are CGI. I imagine yeah. a lot of the external part of that scene when you see the youngling running away were was CGI. Oh yeah. Um. But yeah. No. I. I think my my go to what I'm excited for is the Andor um the Andor one just uh because I you know want to see Diego Luna's character a little bit more after watching Rogue One. I think he was probably my favorite character in that movie other than the robot played by Alan Tudyk, I think. No. I wasn't overly excited for it before the uh trailer i was like oh you know i'll watch it when it comes out but you know it's not something i'm super looking forward to but after watching the trailer which i normally steer clear of but i decided to watch that one for some reason i'm i'm all about it i'm ready to see it yeah and one thing i'm excited for uh just in general is how much more star wars content they're going to be putting out like we're not going to have much of a break because there's been a big break between like star wars marvel star wars marvel yep. but there's not really going to be a break this year between series because this series is going to uh kenobi is going to go through you know almost the end of june and then, and then literally the next week a marvel series is coming out yeah and then august is supposed to be when the next star wars is coming out and that's supposed mm-hmm. to run through november i forget which one that is but and then Bad Batch is coming out at the end of the year. And so it wasn't actually shown at Celebration, but did you see the uh trailer that leaked for Ahsoka? It is literally somebody like camcording a like computer monitor, but it's a leaked trailer for the show. 
Somebody camcord. You know, there's a quick time you can just uh, screen record, right? But yeah, it's it is picking up right where Rebels leaves off, which I think is great because I actually thoroughly enjoyed that show and thought the last two seasons were some of the best Star Star Wars I have watched. I've still Fair never enough. seen Rebels. I plan on watching. Like I need to, especially with how deep. Well, I, I, I think I think you can kind of. I, I like, know the you, premise. You'll, no, you'll but... be fine not watching a couple of the earlier seasons because, like, just like it's it, it's getting to know the characters, but you don't really get to know them until like the later seasons. Ahsoka also doesn't even show up until season two. Yeah. Um, I, they fight Thrawn, but then th- but Thrawn's not Thrawn like he is Thrawn. Like he's he's more yeah, of like that a totally makes sense. He is Got also it. not even introduced until like season two or three. Yeah, actually, just got all three of Thrawn ascendancy. The Thrawn ascendancy. Oh my lord, books, and I'm excited to read them. Huh? Yeah. The. Oh, I thought you said no. I was like, "What do you mean?" I said novels. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm because it's supposed to be Thrawn's, as it's called, ascendancy, ascension to power between Mm -hmm. or before the Empire, and I'm excited to read that. Right, well, Man. unless anybody else has anything pressing, I think we've kind of uh, exhausted our Star Wars at this point. Oh, I can talk about this for literal hours. Well, I mean, we we can only have so long of a podcast. I'm not editing a three-hour podcast. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm trying to say here. I'll, Fair all enough. I'll say, I'll end it with, I'm excited with Kenobi for him to, to finally get the high ground against Darth Vader. <laughs> Yeah, uh, but I mean, I am also I'm excited for I'm excited for Kenobi and I'm excited for the future of Star Wars as well. Kathleen Kennedy is on her redemption arc. Well, I think I think I think they they definitely will succeed based on their non uh, big budget movies. Um, Like they're like secondary. um entities so like their tv shows their their books and their comics will definitely carry us to whatever the next movie is mm-hmm. that way they don't have to rush it like they don't need a movie to keep star wars relevant relevant like i think they've or, learned that yep yeah i think they've they, they've learned especially with the mandalorians like oh we can put out this this thing where we don't have to spend uh an entire country's gdp on it and like make people watch <laughs> make people watch it um like we can make smaller projects and have people who are invested in making star wars good to you know have an audience come to it which i think that's what we're looking at and i think that's a great direction that they're taking the uh the franchise but uh you know as usual make sure you follow us on all of our social medias instagram facebook twitter uh we stream live on Twitch every Sunday when we record, and then we upload again every Wednesday. But uh, thank you all for joining us. I've been Brandon. This is Kat. Ian. Pierce. And Rojo. We will see you all next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>